This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Al, what do you say it is a Tuesday as we get this podcast going? Uh, Jerry now with you. Postgame, post-show podcast. And, uh, you know, I've told you the story many times that uh, when I was, I forget how old I was. I think I started when I was 16, maybe 15. I don't even remember. Uh, 16 or 17 years old, and I was uh, running at the gas station, working in Hazlitt and Seabright at the golf station. Golf station, excuse me. And one thing I always remember from those years that I worked there, when I was at the Hazlitt station, regular unleaded was always 99 cents, and it never changed. For like every day of every year that I worked there, it was 99 cents. But if you went to Seabright, it was like a dollar nine because there was only one gas station, uh, really two of them, one the one next door to us, and that was it on the entire road for miles. And that never changed from nine. And I remember, I mean, it had to be years that that's what it was. And now we're into this day and age where gas is, oh, look, it's 324 today. I wonder what it'll be tomorrow. It'll be 293. Well, you notice go, uh, gas is now, I don't know about where you live, but I have now noticed gas is under two bucks. And this roller coaster ride of gasoline, I will never understand because the oil doesn't change. Yeah, well, this is the interesting thing, and this uh, is a great tie-in to my uh, my Al's Boring podcast, which I'm for looking this week. forward to. So I talked to Guy Adami, who hosts a show on CNBC called Fast Money, and uh, I, it was basically uh, the podcast I did was sort of a financial stuff for dumb people like me mm-hmm. who I don't understand stocks, I don't understand mutual Supply funds, and demand, and stuff I don't like that. get my 401k, but. The thing that came up in in that was when you see gas prices going down, that also means your 401k and your mutual funds and your stocks are going down. When we are paying high prices for gasoline, that means things are going well in the world as far as um, business goes. So the stocks are generally up as well. So when people get happy that or the gas is going below two dollars or even at you know two dollars and fifty cents or something, it also means your four hundred one k is crap in the bed. But see, I, here's what I would love to have this discussion with them because yeah. what I don't understand about that is, as I said, for years on end and good years too, I think um, profitable years, the gas price never changed. Like, why has it gotten so volatile in the last really in the last ten years or so? It's gotten to a point where you just don't know day to day what it's going to be, as opposed to it hovered within two or three cents of of itself for not weeks or months, but years on end. Now, I know obviously it has to go up. The times change. You know, gas in 1970 
was probably 30 cents a gallon, and I get that, and, you know, the cost of living goes up. But this up and down nature to me makes no sense. It just doesn't. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Oh, so you, but you had to talk with them. Though. I did, but I didn't. I don't get to why it goes up and down. I just know that when it when gas goes down, it's it's bad for the economy. Very look. I know. I I always thought it was just. I always assumed it was always sheer supply and demand. You know, people are driving in the summer. We're buying more gas. We're using more oil. That makes sense to me. But I don't know. It's just very odd to me the way the whole stock market. I'm very much looking forward to listening to that because I don't understand why the the IRA goes you know loses four thousand dollars this month and makes six thousand next month. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Now, when you worked at this gasoline or these gas stations, gas station. does do you think premium and super premium makes any difference in a car? I do not. You don't. I right? don't. No, I do not. What about these cars that only take premium or super well, premium? My guess would be they're making, now you're talking about more expensive cars with probably better engines and better components in the engine. Maybe those have to have a certain quality. I don't know. All I know is I've never driven cars like that. I probably never will. And I put regular unleaded in my car. Did most people just get the regular unleaded? No, I, it was so no question most popular. A lot of people would get the plus grade. so The, the middle, the yeah, middle of the road. Yeah, you have 87 is, is regular octane, and then 89 or 90 would be the plus grade. Then you would get to 93. And I think Sunoco at one point had a 94 grade, which was like, whoa, you know, the super, super stuff. But, I, you know, I've never seen a difference. And I have, you know, there would be times I would get super just because I thought for a long there's no difference in the car. But they might say, oh, you need to go a couple tanks of super before you notice. Uh, no one's ever told me that. And uh, when you were working at the gas station, would you clean people's windows or no? Yes. Absolutely. See, I go to this one gas station by me that it is a couple extra pennies a gallon, but they clean my window, and I kind of like that. Well, the cleaning the window should have zero to do with um, the price of the gas, and our ours didn't have anything to do with it either. It was a... Uh, my boss, the guy who owned the gas station, truly believed that the washing of the windows brought people back right? because it was just a nice service. I happen to like doing it because it's amazing how many people would actually give you a dollar. Really? And when you're 16 or 17 years old, if you make $15 in tips on top of your 450 an hour that you were making, like you could literally almost make as much washing the windows as you were making by getting your hourly paycheck. And where people really liked it was in Seabright. Because of the salt in the air, and you always had a lot of customers that came over the bridge from Rumson, and they would always, I'll give you a quick story. So, we always had house accounts, whether at the Hazlitt Station or in Seabright, always had house accounts. And What's Hazlitt's, that mean, house accounts? Uh, people would come in and just charge it. They would just say, hey, I'm so-and-so. And you either knew them or you asked for their license, and you would just go check. We had a list inside. Like put it on my tab? Yes. And they got for a bill. For gas? Every, yeah, and they got a bill every month. They just didn't want to be bothered, or the house account was to allow them to give us checks. Okay. Otherwise, it was credit card or cash only. So one time, I'm working in the Seabright station, and a guy in a motorcycle comes in. Fair enough. Go out, give him his give him his um, give him his gas, and I think the gas was something like you know four dollars or something, or three bucks for a small motorcycle. And the guy gives me a ten. He's like, I keep it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Wow. All I did was you know he held the thing open, and uh, so I go back in, and my boss is like, pretty cool, huh? I'm like. Yeah, he gave me six bucks or seven bucks. He goes, not the tip. He goes, you know, was he nice? I'm like, eh, he's a nice guy, whatever. He's like, it was Bruce Springsteen, you <laughs> moron. I'm like, stop. Now, I I mean, I knew Bruce's stuff kind of, but I wasn't a fan of his or anything. I think he had a beard, if I remember correctly. 
no concept. He was riding was a motorcycle? Uh, yes. And as it turned out, he had an account. I'm pretty sure he had an account there. Um, but he gave me the cash, told me to keep the uh, $7. Nice. Yeah, which was actually pretty cool. What year do you think that was? Uh, the Seabright station that I was there, so that had to have been probably 92. Yeah, that was his motorcycle era. Was, okay. Yeah, he was riding that. a motorcycle then. See, I wouldn't even have known that. When he uh, ditched the E Street Band for a little while, he was riding a mo- he rode a mo- motorcycle cross-country. Yeah, and they had, my boss had shown me one of his, I guess at the time he still had it, his house right across the Navisink. Right, that's the Navisink running across Seabright Maybe. and Lumpson. And, I mean, good Lord. Uh, I mean, money's one thing. This was a compound. He was loaded. Or, Oh my God! You'd look across, and the thing was—he could have his own like area code. Could you check someone's oil? Always, I still check mine. Why uh, don't you know how to do these? Uh, no, guy I know things? how to check my oil. But why would you ask me? I fl- I fix flats. Well, I'm asking I like change, I change oil. When Can you pe- change oil? I I used to. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't in many years, but my dad required me and my sisters to know how to change a flat and change the oil. Well, what happened to the flat knowledge? Ah, uh, you know the 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 jacks uh, have changed over the years, yeah, Jerry. Easier. I don't know where they are located oh in my, my car. God. They're they, so easy. They look the jacks look so small. You think there's no way they're holding this car up? Oh, they hold the car up. I wouldn't get under it or where to put it under the car. I never have any idea. Really? Yeah. It's so sad. It's not sad. I know, kind of. Is. I have AAA. Do you? Oh, that's Let's wait for them. I, we drove by. I forget what night it was. I was with Kim, and we drove by the. Oh, we were on a highway. And I saw some sap in a nice car just sitting there. He looked like someone shot him. He looked so upset, and he's on the phone with yeah. his one little flat tire. And you could tell he wasn't getting out to change it. God, dude, 10 minutes, and you're back on your way. And so he's going to wait there for two hours for AAA to come out. Yeah, I'd call AAA, and then I would just read Twitter to kill time. It's a lot of time you're killing them. Yeah. In a lot of cases. AAA's busy because of I, unknowing, unwanting, well, whatever. I also feel like if I, even if I figured out how to jack up the car— how to take the tire off and put the new one on, I would think there's no way I tighten those bolts and it's just going to roll right off my, you know, you're going 70 miles an hour, it's rattling it's all of a sudden. It's not a washer. It's not going to pop right off. It's threaded. Right, but how do I know how tight? There's no you way I can tight. Here's it. how you know. You make it as tight as you can because as tight as you can make it with your arms, you can't make it as tight as the gun will make it. Right. So you're fine. It's not going to be no, too I tight. No, I want it as tight as the gun. Trust me, you you can't, but your the arm strength is plenty. Like when you go get... Yeah, I know how I used to do it. Yes, I used to do that Would you that use too. one of those guns? Always, of course. Definitely. That was actually a lot of fun. And you know how you actually, when you put them on, you know how you put them on, right? You don't just go around in a circle. No, you, you go got to go every other, like Correct. catty corner. Like a, like a star. I know that. My dad taught me well, Jerry. So you know more than you let on. I do. Which is why I don't understand why at 3 o'clock in the morning when uh, I got a flat tire, you sat in the car and watched me. Because you pulled over into the... Um, the motel by the Holland Tunnel, which I was not getting out. I was not going to be in that parking lot. So just for instance, now we had this conversation on the show the other day about, you know, if something happened to a woman on a subway or something, yeah. what would you do? I would help. So just for instance, some couple of guys come up to me. Oh, I don't know. Someone comes over and hits me with something. What do you do? Are you diving in the, down into the back seat? When we're in the Holland... Um, yeah, when you were in the Jeep, just watching. I would have called 911 and got a real good description of them. Probably photograph. You would them. not have helped. Uh, would I have jumped out of the yes. car? And how many guys are there? Let's say two. Two? Yeah. I can't fight two guys, Jerry. Now we're here's the problem. If I if I go to help you, now both of us are knocked down to the ground. But if I get help instead, I help both of As us. As opposed to the next day. So Jerry, what exactly happened? 
Well, I got hit by a guy. Another guy came and punched me, and, and Al sat in the car and, and called 911 and yeah, did nothing. No, Al got help. I would expect that. As I'm getting my face beat in. I would ex- what do you think? This is, voila, they're here? What are you, the, what, what, what is that, uh, Allstate? What is that commercial? State I, Farm is there. I would actually expect the next day at work here on the air that I would be lauded a hero. A hero? For getting help. <laughs> I don't think so. You would have you would get you would gain more respect. I would have hit the locks if you would have sure. gotten it. Right, that's what I'm saying. You would have do, you would have dove into the backseat face first and put the jacket over you, hoping that when they looked in to take the car, there was no one in the car. Right. Well, that's when I would be calling nine one one and whispering like this. Tr- Jerry's being attacked. Like, but at I least if you get out loud. and try and help, you would come in here with some sort of respect. Yeah, but I, but I would get knocked out too. Yes, but you were trying to help me. It'd be like, uh, this came up on the Ron and Fez show 15 years ago. They had asked me if a baby was drowning, would I help it? Of course And I would. said, I would call for help, because if I go in to save the baby and I drown too, now two of us are gone. I would call help, though. Help for a baby. You're kidding. Like this. Help! See, I don't think that you're, no. no I, I, would I don't believe this is the I true I would side jump into the water to save a baby. I would like to think you would. Do I know the baby or it's just a no, random you don't baby? Know the baby? A random baby. It is a baby, a helpless, yeah, I would jump in for a flailing, baby. fledgling baby. Okay. Yeah, I would help a baby. Pitbull? Not a pitbull, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. No, because I would go in to help a drowning pitbull and it would kill me. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm here to help you. You dummy. It's going to be <laughs> lockjaw on my arm. And all the thing's doing is grabbing your arm right. and drown. And I was like, I can't swim with you locked on my arm. <laughs> Jerry, uh, summer is, I guess, almost officially over, which means uh, it will be the fall when we get all new clothing. Like when you used to go to school, you'd always go uh, school clothes shopping, yeah? No. Oh, I did. And I kind of still keep that up now as an adult, but I always feel like I don't know what are the cool clothes for guys to wear because all we really have options in the winter are sweaters. Right. um, Sweatshirts. Sweatshirts, long-sleeve T-shirts, and Henleys. So one of the places I've been, you, a Henley is like a, a long sleeve shirt with a, the three little buttons up top. Oh, I like here. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they had a name. Uh, yeah, they're they're called Henleys. Cool. You remember it as Don Henley? He's the singer. Yeah, they're, they're, they're that's the what it's named shirt. after. No, it's not named after him. Anyway, Jerry, <laughs> I found a new place where you could get the latest clothing trends. Tell me about it. And newest products. Touchofmodern.com, Jerry. Mm. Once you shop there for your clothing, you'll have everyone wanting to copy your style. You can upgrade your style without upping the price, Jerry. Touchofmodern.com. They have all cool men's clothing there, plus a tons of other stuff. They do, like jaw-dropping tech gadgets and gear. How about the iPhone case that they have? Really uh, out of the box, pretty cool stuff. Eye-catching new and vintage watches, sexy home decor. Uh, and I mentioned sexy. They've got stuff for adults, too, oh, by the way. Things that, i got to be honest, I don't even know what you do with them. Uh, adult toys? Like? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, as I'm telling you, the website's actually like, really cool because uh, it's for guys. So go ahead. Like adult what? toys, like a drone, that sort of thing. No, 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 no. Like for the uh, bedroom. Uh, yeah, but you say they're so innovative, you're not sure looking at it what you even do with it. Yes, but I think that's kind of cool actually yeah. because they're innovative. Yeah, that they're kind of progressing with the times, and I think that's awesome. And, and they've got right now. Yeah, they've got one section of adult toys. Mm-hmm. Now sometimes they'll have a couple here and there. There's like nine or ten different types of toy. I thought they had uh, gadgets and clothing. Yeah, that too. Oh, well, these are gadgets. So these this are sexy is all gadgets. the same website. Oh yeah, 
touchofmodern.com. Listen, it is a website geared for guys, hence why it's there, and I think it makes perfect sense. So make sure you go to it, touchofmodern.com. Right now our listeners can get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow... It'll be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane. Also, get the app for your phone because when you have time to kill, it's great to just hit that app and scroll through cool and you end things. Up buying stuff. Yeah, Jerry, here's a story for you. You're always talking about. We have talked about uh, coming up with a business of a dating website, yes. something specific. Because yeah. you had seen OnlyFarmers.com. You thought that yes. was interesting. So here are. Uh, I found this article. Uh, dating websites you've probably never heard of. Are they successful, or does it not say? It does not say. All right. Here's one called personals.com. What? These are people who love cats. Oh, so you would find on. a fellow cat lover, which I think that's great because I would not want to date someone with a cat. Why? I have a cat. Because I'm allergic to cats. You want to date me? I would not date you. How do you, you spell have a cat. personals? P U R R. Right. S O N A L S. You're looking it up there on the computer. Yeah. Pers- so it's personals.com. Oh, that's it. Okay. The Cat Lovers Social Network. Extreme cat enthusiasts looking for a partner who also love cats. I got to be honest. The website looks pretty good, actually. Yeah, I guarantee. First of all, that's got to be 99% women. It's probably hard to find a dude on that website. Uh, Not probably. a lot of single dudes have cats. Interesting. If you are. So, how about this? You know who has a cat? A solo friend with a cat? Who's that? Booker. Remember Booker from yes, K-Rock? I he's a DJ. to him all the time. Yeah, he's a DJ in LA now. He, he He's always been a single cat guy. Well, so is Evan. Oh, well. But Booker's kind of manly. <laughs> I have no comment. Well, he's like got a rock and roll lifestyle. You know yes, what I'm saying? I know that. Uh, yes, and like Evan, Evan scores baseball games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. This one you you might have liked at a time when you were single, Jerry. All right, go ahead. Dateagolfer.com. Oh, come on. So that's for I mean, people that love, have a love of golf. Now, I have no problem. Like, the idea that people have done this is great, mm-hmm. but who's who's on this? Golfers, I guess, on that one. And this is, by the way, just looking at it, this is this looks for, oh, no, I'm not going to say older people because, boy, Sexy Jane looks quite attractive. Sexy Jane. Whoa. At datagolfer.com. See, this can't be right. It's now, real. Look at this girl from Las Vegas. There's no way these girls are real. They're real, Jerry. I don't, and they're spectacular. And they're spectacular. <laughs> yes. I How about this it. one? This one you might like. Clowndating.com. Behind all the makeup and the red nose is a lonely heart, Jerry. Clowns that need your love. These oh. are actual websites. You, you're checking them out. Clowndating.com. Yeah, Jerry. And I'm dead serious about this. Yeah. When in the hell are we going to start BoringDate.com? Al's Boring Date Site. And I would uh, hook people up for really boring no, I gotta dates. i got to be in on this, though. Yeah, no, you're in, you're involved. Al's Boring Date. You want to do Al's Boring? The only thing about that is it puts the onus on you. As opposed to the people. Or how about just boringdates.com? That's what I said. Like someone who doesn't really want to do all that much. Like when they're like, how about this for a date? How about we go to the amusement park? No, I just. How about this? For the people that are just looking for a movie and a meal. Right. That is right. Dinner (laughs) and a movie. How about this one? (laughs) Uglyschmucks.com. This is uh, this site. Let's see. Uh, they feel they should date physically ugly people to match their own appearance. Uglyschmucks.com, Jerry. Oh my God, I'm looking at it. one guy. One guy's profile picture is Will Smith, <laughs> <laughs> and this is a great one, actually. Okay, so I go to a place for lunch almost every day. I get I get it to go. It's called Just Salad. Right. They have salad and wraps, even though they're called Just Salad. Right. 
There's a dating website called saladmatch.com created by that place, Just Salad. It's an app intended to help you find your salad soulmate. I, I mean, I need to Which see is your books. favorite here? My favorite one is boringdate.com. No, no, no. <laughs> That's my At favorite. Personals. Date a golfer, clown dating, ugly schmucks, or salad match. Here's what I like about the golfer one, okay? Because, A, I don't believe that some of these golf girls, I don't think they're real. But this is what I like about the golf one. If it does not have to be for, quote, unquote, dating as opposed to a friend service. Guys, a lot of guys don't like to play golf by themselves. I happen to be one. I would go out and play by myself every day, and I'd be the happiest guy alive. You can find a man date to golf. You're just looking for a playing partner. I see. I think that's a great idea for a site in terms of finding guys in your area. And it's not a matter of trying to become best buddies, but you want to get comfortable with a guy where you don't get there. Are a lot of times as a single golfer, you played in Florida, where you go there like, all right, you're going to play with that threesome. You get out there on you're in the first hole, and you got the three biggest a-holes. Right. And you don't even want to play. Nothing in common. Or be around them. Right. To where maybe this links up guys that have similar interests that makes the four-and-a-half-hour round a hell of a lot more fun than otherwise would be. Now, would this work like a dating site? You go a couple emails back and forth with the guy, and if you guys hit it off, then you make a, then you have a phone call, then maybe you meet for coffee or a drink, and then if all, everything works out great, then you I set think, a date for golf. I think you uh, here's what In I a non-sexual do. dating way, a non-romantic way. You've got to meet at a driving range. Oh, nice. And you've got to hit balls together for... I'll hit your balls, you hit my balls right. for a half hour. See how you interact. See how that goes. Okay. And then from there, would you like to get together Saturday morning at 9 a.m. to play? Right. And now you've got... Now, who would take the lead? Because normally the guy takes the lead. In this case, it would be two dudes. Well, I don't think there's any lead that needs to be taken. You flip a coin to see who tees off first. And you no, go no, I'm there. saying who decides upon meeting at the driving range that this is a relationship that could work on the golf course. I think that has to... Work for both of you. So someone someone has to be right. the dominant If you male. think I'm a jackass, why do you want to go spend four and a half hours with me on the golf course? Right. And if I think you are a lowlife, I'm not going to spend four and a half hours with you either. But one of you has to become the dominant male in that situation. I don't know. You're golfing. You're not, um, you know, having sex. Oh. I don't know that either one has Yet. to be dominant. I love it. There we go. We got two sites. Perfect. Golf matchup. Golfhookup.com. Perfect. And then boring dates. Boring dates. Where you I will just want to go to dinner and a movie. Yes. I think we did a great job today, Jerry. By the way, when don't we? It's a good one. Yeah. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.